0: Welcome back to another episode of Techno Babble, the tech discussion podcast with Mike and Rich. This is episode (laughs) twenty-seven. Woohoo. Can we survive? Can we or will we be another entry in the twenty-seven club?
1: I I was just I'm just surprised we made it here, considering we're the the techno show that always has technical problems. (laughs) Uh, yes, <laughs> we've been talking on skype now for like what like two and a half hours and we recorded a 40 minute podcast <laughs> or trying to talk on skype i should say oh yeah so yeah funny <laughs>
0: yeah this, always uh...
1: issues with my setup <laughs>
0: Yeah, all me on the podcast. We just talk, we record, I edit. It's it's a it's a it's a good time. It's a it's a, it's an uncomplicated exchange unless I want to do a really messy skit. And but no, just trying to get the bare essentials done with this shit show is always a uh,
1: <laughs>
0: is always an, a Sisyphian struggle. And Rich what, are
1: you reading your fucking dictionary during the day while you're not editing?
0: Uh just about everybody knows the legend of Sisyphus, the man punished by the gods to roll a boulder up a hill only to have it roll down at the end of the day. You are my boulder, Rich.
1: I have not heard that legend. That's Greek?
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. I'm I'm actually really surprised by that because I love Greek mythology. That's literally the reason why I chose to go to Greece with my wife over many other places we could have gone in Europe. That was number one on my stop was we went to Greece and then we went to Rome because you know second to Greek mythology is of course Roman mythology so I was just like yeah so I'm I'm kind of surprised I don't know that one must not have been covered in uh, Percy Jackson
0: well if you played God (laughs) of War I'm pretty sure we got to see uh, I'm pretty sure Sisyphus made a uh...
1: I've I've never played that game for more than five minutes which sucks because I've owned three different versions of it But anywho, that's not what we are here to talk about. We're here to talk about some good old-fashioned tech. And this episode, unlike last episode, we are going back to our regular format, Mike. Isn't that right?
0: One can only hope.
1: (laughs) Well, with that in mind, what's your first topic of the day, sir?
0: Well, if you're dealing with a Sisyphean amount of work yourself, you probably want some durable gloves. You want something that can handle cuts abrasions tears penetration so Hmm. where the hell do you go to get gloves that can accommodate all of this well you would want the ultimates waterproof safety gloves or the schmitz mitts if you want to get them from amazon
1: what the fuck those are some fucked up gloves dude
0: yeah you look at these things you got like some kevlar knuckles
1: yeah that looks dangerous man
0: and if you want the stats on these things they have a cut level of five which i think is equal to goth preteen girl
1: jesus that's terrible (laughs) they're 85 fucking dollars
0: you're getting a lot for them though I mean for eighty-five dollars you could drop a blowtorch either flame first or canister first on your hands and either way you'll be fine.
1: But I I see the same thing here for $65. Where? Right down below, and the customer who viewed this item also viewed. Uh I'm I'm ruining your, your topic.
0: These are safety gloves, extra, extra small for $65. So if you've got tiny widow hands, yeah, the that's sixty-five dollar ones. And these are rescue extrication waterproof safety gloves, which means they probably aren't loaded with as much features.
1: Meh 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 meh. Anyway. You I see was they totally have an abrasion resistance until... of
0: two. Yeah, they're abras their a rating, which is like abrasion, cut, tear resistance is two five four three. And this one is Two five four two
1: I was totally okay with this until uh, a they were ugly, and b they are basically winter gloves. so I mean like at least at least for me, that's not something that I would ever need and I can't even imagine what you would I guess like maybe working on like I don't know an oil rig in a fucking glacier like. <laughs> What the fuck are you going to need these for, dude? Like uh, the Russian mafia up in fucking Siberia? Or,
0: like... <laughs> I don't know, regular trade work where you're dealing with blades or things that would be grinding on your hands?
1: Yeah, but look at how thick those are, dude. That would be with... really hard to work in. Like, trust it's me. It's not I've worn, finesse I've, I've...
0: work. It's for, like, lugging heavy, painful shit around.
1: I guess. But, I mean, like, if you're trying to do anything intricate at all in any way where you need to use just one or two of your digits you're screwed well, the, if you're this if is you're only doing for work, picking up and touching
0: if you're doing work that precise you're not in danger of like flames and and like knives and crush damage in being stabbed if you're doing precision work the part of precision probably means like Less immediate danger and and regular damage happening around you.
1: I guess this is for like rough,
0: right. rugged man's work. Like if you're like oh, a freaking lumberjack and you're like lugging shit around oh, and you're tired so, of like. So
1: Trump spunking. has a pair of the uh, the sixty five dollar versions then, the extra extra small <laughs> for his all of his manly work.
0: <laughs> uh- Yes, and he probably has like a guy put them on his hands for him, just so he can be like, <laughs> "These are the extra large, right?" Yeah. Yes. Sir. Yes.
1: Yes. Sir. I have the best gloves. Yes. Yes, your, I have ma- the best yes, gloves your Majesty. Yes, you can they have. Are. My gloves are the best. Nobody else has my gloves. They're the most amazing gloves there are.
0: Yeah, they're they're not small. They're efficient.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty sweet. I, uh, I don't know, like i guess they have their place but eh.
0: did you even read all the shit that these things can handle yeah but like eh. the, the only thing they're not is bulletproof
1: Eh. i mean like maybe you could use them for making your superhero outfit i guess then what or something well, superheroes I don't, know, don't have
0: like practical stuff they have like extra durable skin that never gets like slivers uh, batman and
1: has tons of practical stuff have you ever heard of a fucking bat belt dick fuck
0: yeah, but you never see Batman with like everything like lumped with like extra thick cushions and like you, you never hear Batman complaining about getting a splinter from grabbing like a two by four that uh, some that some dummy has has like swung at his head. That's because Alfred that he does it for
1: him. He makes his seventy year old butler do it.
0: Alfred, I got an owie. <laughs> right, must Wayne.
1: That that was actually really good. All right, well, I don't know, man. You got to top that. Like, you impress me. Like, you you need to top that. Do you have something better than that? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm bored here, man. Come on, give me some.
0: Well, if you're dealing with impress me. <laughs> if you're dealing with if you're dealing with tough materials, well, one of those materials might just be the world's strongest and most adaptable material, and it and you want precision work well this thing does a whole lot of shit amazingly well it is called braon have you ever heard of it
1: i have not what is braon
0: well it can be used for camping hiking off-roading boating towing fishing hockey skiing casting guards archery tool repair knife grips and as an eye as an hook and eye or an eye strap as well as a rivet and temporary bushing This is essentially designed to be as strong as steel, but light as a feather, malleable and reformable at low temperatures, adaptable to most scenarios. It is moisture resistant and can be painted, and it even holds up in extreme cold weather. It is a high strength, lightweight plastic ribbon that molecularly fuses to itself in a matter of seconds. You simply heat, press, and repeat to form the plastic into any desired shape. And once it cools, the self-bonding plastic hardens, creating a bond as strong as steel.
1: That's uh, actually really cool. And I feel like you've maybe shown this to me before, actually. Oh, about Um, a couple of
0: months ago when we uh, first tried to record this episode?
1: Oh, shut up. wasn't that long ago. dick fuck. Um, I'm just saying this is actually pretty cool. However, um, the... Like once you heat it and bond it, and it's as strong as steel, how do you unbond it?
0: Yep, you simply reheat it, reshape it, and let it cool. It is reusable.
1: So you reheat it. So if if you tie it into uh, a knot, say around uh, two chain or around a chain to, you know, hook together two chains so you can like tow your truck or whatever like they're doing in the video. So. Then you just have to reheat it again and untie the knot?
0: Yeah. You simply mm. heat it, set it, and then you reheat it to reset it.
1: Oh, come on. You're not going to say set it and forget it.
0: <laughs> and if you're wondering what it's made out of, it is, it is a true composite material, which is an Whoa. ultra high strength thermoplastic fiber with a low temperature activated thermoplastic polymer matrix.
1: And I don't know what that means, but I just saw somebody go at it with a freaking chainsaw and like, wow, it, it stood up pretty damn strong to it. Yep. That was crazy. The
0: thermoplastic polymer matrix keeps the thermoplastic fiber in place as a fully wetted complete bonding between the fiber and the matrix material composite material. The final project is able to take advantage of the characteristics of each of the individual components, the strength of the fiber and the formability of the matrix polymer. And if you're wondering, hmm. just basically, how much can it? Uh, how much can a strand of this hold? And a single strand of Brayon has been tested and proven to hold up to half a ton of tensile force. So you layer two strands of braion together, and you can hold up a ton.
1: And it works. Uh, they show it a lot with uh, using extremely hot water as well to bend it and shape it to different. Objects or parts of your body to make yourself uh, like shin guards or to make yourself a mouth guard. And while I would be concerned about heating this up and, you know, sticking it directly into your mouth onto your teeth, the idea of making a custom grip for something or a shin guard or a wrist guard or something instantaneously that is very strong is pretty damn freaking cool. Yep. I have to say, you have definitely made up for those shitty gloves, sir.
0: Oh, and the best part is, you may wonder, <laughs> what, what all this thermoplastics, what the fuck? This can't be biodegradable, can it? Well, the thing is, is that it's ultra-high molecular weight polyethylene means that it will break down to microparticles over a period of 10 to 20 years. So it is so it's
1: biodegradable yep exactly well somewhat biodegradable. but what happens to the Yeah, semi it's going to break down to be much smaller now the the issue is though how expensive is this per foot because one would assume it's going to be hella expensive you know i don't think they they actually say uh how much it is anywhere twenty dollars right? but what oh and they do have a shop oh you're right twenty dollars <laughs> for how much
0: for, for for a can it doesn't say what the can has because these people are fucking great salesmen
1: it's like it's like six inches
0: it's uh it's basically like a tape like a hockey puck size tin and uh, when you look inside there's a ribbon inside so it's basically no, like a that's roll like, of hubba Bubba.
1: that's smaller than a hockey hockey tape look at look at the puck.
0: look at it fit in someone's hand it is about hockey I know a hockey that's more
1: size. like a shoe shine uh, tin, full of shoe shine.
0: Well, this shoe shine can hold the fucking chain together being pulled by a truck, so that's great.
1: That is pretty great. Description, additional information. It, you know, it just what? Oh, five inches by five inches. And you by can use inches? it for re. Reinf-
0: you can because it's a ribbon. No. You can use it for strengthening a hockey stick blade, custom creating a custom knife grip, or replacing a broken chain link or a toe strap, molding a finger splint, although I'm pretty sure you don't want to have it on your finger for the heat application part, but...
1: Or, if you're really kinky, you can wrap it around your boner and keep a boner for longer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, like, dunk your... Dig in a hot steel, water. tank. it's
1: literally steel Viagra.
0: <laughs> you just gotta put your wang in hundred and forty Fahrenheit air or liquid to bend and mold your bro your bray bone into your <laughs> desired <a> Braybone. shape.
1: Bray <laughs> bone. Oh, there's we're I'm so glad we're not on one of the, one of your other shows. There's so many skits you could do with this. Oh my gosh!
0: Twenty foot—that's what it says. It's a—it's uh, a—it's tw- twenty feet of this miracle shit, in a uh, little shoe shine tin.
1: That is actually pretty damn amazing. I'm actually really impressed, Mike. I don't think you can fuck this up. Can you fuck this up?
0: Well, what would you be making? What would you be using all these tools and your handy your handy? your handy gloves and your indestructible hubba bubble gum ribbon tape what would you be doing with all this shit how about making
1: killing kids in the hunger games
0: (laughs) well (laughs) well uh, it wasn't an obvious question try thinking about it next time now What would you be doing with all this shit? How about refurnishing and adding the finishing touches on your 3D printed house for only four... Which which can be made in a day for only $4,000. There's a 3D printer Uh, called the Vulcan that has been unveiled at South by Southwest with a 3D printed home that now stands in an Austin backyard.
1: See... But what would you need the gloves and the tape for then? Well... Uh, if it's being printed.
0: It, putting like a, <laughs> an extra room in the back.
1: Maybe putting a picture on the wall with a nail and a...
0: <laughs> well, with the gloves, you don't need the hammer. You can just like punch that nail in and you'll
1: be fine. That actually would be really cool to try. <laughs> so, so this is 3D printed. So how much it takes just one day to print the foundation of the house. Do you need a pre-foundation? Does it have a basement? How many rooms? How big? Like give me some details here, Mike.
0: Well, it says the 3D printed house can eventually cost as little as 3,500. The organization has a human built design which takes 13 to 20 days to build. The 3D printed version to do that takes 12 to 24 hours. Because it's built doing using software, it's possible for other family options for different designs depending on family size. And while other startups are working on 3D printing technology for home building, others are targeting higher income consumers. But these are for people like in El Salvador. And the way the uh, printer works, it's set on tracks. So I imagine that this won't make the foundation for you. You You still need to make that. But once you got it, You would put this thing on tracks and it squirts out the concrete material in layers to build floors and walls, which hardens as it goes to build a six to eight, a 600 to 800 square foot, single story home with two bedrooms, a kitchen and a bathroom. The roof, however, is not 3D printed. So there's where your fucking gloves and tape are for because you still got to make the roof.
1: That's a lot of tape.
0: Well, you're not making the you're not making it out of the fucking.
1: <laughs>
0: I suppose you might if you want to be really fucking expensive with it.
1: Well, we got to make sure that we can survive um, tornadoes, right?
0: Yeah, you use that tape to like basically stra- <laughs> you use that tape to just strap the roof through the windows <laughs> into, Oh man, into the I'm house. telling you.
1: My childhood home in Ottawa, like or, well, one of my couple of childhood homes, but like the one I lived at in, um, in Ottawa out in the West End, I went by it and saw some drone footage of it. The whole roof is torn off. So I might be building a roof out of that tape <laughs> for this house. Well, it says here and there. That... And we could build two of these houses together. One for me, one for my wife. And then we can live together, but not live together. So when she gets mad at me, she can send me off to my wing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go. <laughs> You're being a dick, Rich. Go home. I <sighs> guess the honeymoon's over. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so the result here No, I really
1: I really like this idea though. This is really cool, man.
0: And it's energy efficient and resilient in storms.
1: So my my only issue is personally if I was getting them to build this for me um and or actually just in general um I think that they should be finding a way to build the walls slightly thicker. Um just because with the way that most buildings are made is usually uh, insulation on the lighter side, uh, especially anywhere where it's cold and it's very inefficient. Um, having more insulation, whether you're in a hot or a cold environment, can actually almost always be beneficial. So um, I think that that would be really cool. But this is really... Like, this is amazing if they can actually bring the price down of this and be able to bring it to these neighborhoods and, you know, start a charity or something like that where, you know, people can instead of just be sending kids, you know, like if I buy a pair of toms, then now some kid in Africa or whatever gets a pair of tongs. Now we can actually build them houses for such a small amount of money. That's craziness. Yeah,
0: and the printers they're they're aiming to try to get these printers available for less than hundred thousand dollars. And uh, that's really cool. So chip. a
1: builder could yeah like buy one for a hundred grand. You make uh, you said you could get these down as low as uh, thirty five hundred dollars. So say they make them for thirty five hundred dollars, then you finish it. You probably sell it for like maybe eight nine thousand dollars. And then that way you're still making a bit of a profit.
0: And it says that uh, it's estimated that a single printer will be able to produce at least one thousand homes.
1: Before what? Why wouldn't it be able to make more than that? Well,
0: imagine with all the grounded covers that there's a lot of moving parts. Like this thing is this thing has to be put on track so there's a lot of shunting, moving around, dispensing.
1: I guess I don't know. That's still I yeah. Anyway, that's really cool. And I, I if you put the uh, the solar roof on that thing, you'd be good to go.
0: Yeah. Then you know eight hundred square feet. Doesn't it know. doesn't matter how energy inefficient it might be, as long as you got solar on the roof, you can just and if if you look at the a picture where you get to see like a for the window frame, there's a a, a herringbone insulation inside. So that means there's still slots. Where you can put any insulation of your choosing. It just, yeah. it just wouldn't be in solid strips. It would be in like little triangular bits.
1: I also saw a, um, a I don't want to say it was 3D printed, but a um, quick, quick manufacture home that was made of, um, I think it was particle board and cardboard. Uh, and of course it was built in Sweden. Uh, and basically what they did was they built a, I don't know, maybe two or three foot wide uh, piece of this house. And it's literally uh, almost like like the ribs of, like, say, like um, of a, a whale. Mm-hmm. And basically they just mushed them all together. And as you're joining them, then it slowly becomes the home. And then you just cut out your windows and your doors out of it sort of thing. Um, I I really like ideas like this uh, cheap, quick homes like container homes, um, tiny homes. They're they're all uh, great uh, ideas because I mean we really need to get away from having massive homes that are wastes of energy, wastes of space. You know what I mean? Because real estate is real estate and water are the two things natural res- resources on this planet that are just gonna get crazy expensive no matter what happens you know what i mean like those are the two things that are going to be the most expensive in 50 to 100 200 years is water and real estate they will always go up everything else will either run out or you know go down in price or they'll find a replacement but space and water there's nothing you can do about that so i like the idea of these smaller homes for cheaper quicker to produce this is brilliant we need more stories like this, Mike. We need more good news like this, Mike.
0: Well, if you want some good news, everyone. G- I
1: got some good news for you.
0: Rich, you have told me before something, you are a vegetarian, right?
1: Uh, yes, I'm. A, well, I consider myself a vegetarian because I'm mostly vegan. I'm a vegetarian. We'll just say that. Up. <laughs> I cook a lot of vegan. Vegetarian, mm.
0: so that means you only eat vegans?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Might as well. Most of them are dicks.
0: Okay, so what would you say is your primary reason for be- for choosing the animal free life?
1: Um, it's bad for the planet to eat meat, basically.
0: Exactly. There's all the waste that comes in feeding the animals, and the methane that all the farm animals produce. The water it takes to all feed them. All those farts and shit go into the atmosphere. Yeah a Massive amount of energy it takes to go into maintaining these animals, and then those also the bugs, the disease, the parasites, the space, inside the them, real estate that load, it takes up. You got to load them up with hormones. Hundreds
1: of thousands of acres of just animals are being, you know, like used for meat or whatever, but like that's so much space that could be used for farming or for homes or, or energy, uh, like solar plants
0: yep and then there's also the aspect of people just don't like eating they're not comfortable with eating anything that you know had a mommy yes and you know lo-
1: and love that well mommy. i mean technically we're all born vegan until somebody starts lying to us you know what i mean if you put a child in a room with you know an apple and a pig uh, i can y- guarantee it's born... gonna friggin' eat the the apple and play with the pig
0: Well, you say that, but we're designed to feed our babies milk from our bodies, and vegans don't eat anything that comes from animals, and we're animals, so vegans don't eat breast milk. No, vegans don't eat
1: anything that comes from other animals.
0: So they'd be fine eating cheese if it came from humans. Yeah,
1: there used to be a a, a breast milk cheese uh, manufacturer in Quebec. And, and oh also an ice cream they... manufacturer there as well Up until sometime in the last decade They closed down sometime in the last decade
0: Gee, I wonder why no one wanted
1: it Yeah, but it's, it's, it's still a thing in Europe It's totally a thing
0: Well, there's an Israeli company <laughs> called Super Meat And they are giving you all the joys and benefits of eating meat But without killing animals None of that waste products we were talking about they, they had a Go Indiegogo campaign that was 200% funded on September 10th, 2016. And they are basic. I just uh, I got some pins from them. And I'm looking at one right now. And it says, Real Meat Without Harming Animals, supermeat.com. I got three of those pins, as well as a voucher for $75 off when they start producing the meat, which I hope is soon. Wait, and you donated this isn't like to a this? Fucking Scarp. Yeah.
1: How much did you donate?
0: Uh
1: Okay, let me log into Well, was it 20 or 60?
0: I got a $75 voucher. Please tell me I didn't donate an insane Yeah, voucher. our
1: gratitude and a voucher for $26 Canadian. Estimated delivery December 20 th- uh, 2016. Dude, you got fucked over.
0: So we're not going to talk about the awesomeness on the oh, campaign then?
1: I hope you didn't get the pin and a voucher for $65 Canadian. Is that what you bought? Yeah, I got the pins. Oh, pens. God. Estimated delivery December 2016. Oh, how's your laser razor? I mean, what about the super meat?
0: Uh, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm losing confidence already. I don't know if I want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> they they promised. I, I can't really say if they delivered, but they promised <laughs> uh meat that is grown in a bioreactor which means that it is it is grown from animal cells meaning you just like yeah get like a look get like a little bit of tissue from a so cow. it's test
1: tube clones basically
0: well cloned it, body clones parts implies like a farm. Cl- yeah cloned implies a form this just takes cells surrounds it
1: with so you're you're growing uh, the muscle mass stuff in a you're bioreactor. growing the muscle yes, mass the growing... fat mass to be able to cook basically
0: yeah you're just grow- letting this thing grow into massive chunks of protein which because it has no exposure to the outside world has no need for antibiotics and because it doesn't get upset or you know need to be artificially enhanced because it doesn't get to run around because it's stuck in a in a funnel. It never grows fat. It never needs hormones injected into it. It doesn't get upset or sad at its starry state in life. So you don't have to worry about like cortisol or cortisone or uh, whatever those sad hormones are. You don't have to worry about that getting in it. I don't
1: know. And
0: it was uh, covered by Yahoo Digital Trends, eMeat, uh, Forbes. Business Standard, Metro Online, and it can end world hunger because with these bioreactors and tanks, all the land space that it would take to grow, say, a hundred cows, can be used to put, well, four or five hundred bioreactors.
1: I'm uh, I'm still um, cautious on this, just even based on like they they don't seem to really show anything at all, which I mean we've already seen. Um, news videos and whatnot of people growing meat in labs and doing this yet. These people aren't showing anything. Um, And then just if you go and look at some of their updates, uh, while they seem very promising, like in, uh, what was it? February 6th, 2018. um, They basically said that they, it's been a month since they closed their seed round at $3 million. Yay. You know, we have lots of money. And then, and April 13th, they said, don't worry. We still have money. We're still coming. It's totally worth the wait. And like, it's just like, all right, guys, like you, you're, it's been two years since you said you were going to deliver and you're still just saying, we still have money. We, we're still going to do it. We have money. We promise that doesn't seem, uh, very viable to me. And I mean, like we've already got the beyond burger. We've already got the impossible burger. You know what I mean? Do we really need? fake meat how about you just eat plant-based you know what i mean why does it have to be meat you can get the same texture and the same flavors from a plant-based diet and it's healthier for you than eating fake meat because meat whether it's fake or real comes with problems like cholesterol cancer um you know liver disease and all sorts of other things mostly heart disease But I mean,
0: yeah, well, again, those are also having to do with like fat, marble, lard, like things that have, ha- like things that come with the rest of the animal. That that's true. You might
1: be able to take meat. some of that out. That is true. But I mean, it's still not going to be nearly as healthy as a plant based diet, no matter what you do to it. Meat is never going to be as healthy as a plant based diet. That's just, that's a fact of life. Sorry to say. <laughs>
0: Oh, fuck you.
1: (laughs) So, um, I guess next time I'll have to ask Google for some good news. Maybe it'll come through.
0: (laughs) Maybe I should just look at the Good News Network for good news instead of
1: things like Indiegogo. Indiegogo. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then you'll just get bad news like your laser razor of 2014 that you never caught.
0: (sighs) I'm starting to sweat with shame. (laughs) I'm getting shame sweats. Uh,
1: well, I'll tell you where you won't want to sweat. And that's in the new Oculus gear. Um, Oculus had their new Kinect. I, I don't want to say new, but their fifth Connect event. It's their big event that they do every year. They announce a bunch of crap. You know, what they've been working on. New games, new hardware, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This is actually the first year where the original founders uh, weren't there. So it was truly... Uh, a Facebook show like this is the Facebook VR headset now. This is no longer re- really the like the original Oculus people. Uh, it is well, Mark Zuckerberg, it, yeah. right? So uh, that was kind of interesting. But
0: <laughs> so now you can have all your personal data absorbed from your eyes with this helmet. They're going to put
1: exactly on you. and your temples probably. Um, but they, they made a couple of uh, fairly interesting announcements that I think you'll like a couple of, Mike. Um, and if you go to Oculus.com, Mike, you can look at some of the uh, the different uh, products that I am going to be talking about here. But they, uh, I don't want to say released, but I guess they unveiled their newest headset. So currently uh, they have the Oculus Go, which I believe was announced earlier in the year. And that's a $199 more of a mobile kind of like almost like the Google Daydream or the Samsung Gear VR. Like it's it's lower end VR, but it's still it's still VR. Uh
0: only five hundred and twenty nine dollars.
1: Huh? Oh you're you're looking at something else. Don't don't
0: No, I'm looking at Oculus I know,
1: but you're looking at a different product. I said the Go. We're looking Oculus at the Go. Rift. No, we're looking at the Go. Uh, Jesus. All right. So the Go was released um Earlier in the year, and as I said, it is around 199 dollars American, I believe that is, um, and that's a fully wireless set. Then they have the Oculus Rift, which is their fully, you know, the big, huge bad boy that's powered by your PC. Uh, needs a, a you know big, powerful PC to run, and that starts at around 530 dollars Canadian. Now, they have released one that's going to sit squarely in between those two, and it's called the Oculus Quest. It's going to be $399, and that's going to include two wireless touch, uh, touch controllers, um, the headset itself, which is going to have lens spacing, so you can move the lenses, um, you know, inward and outward. If you've got fucked up eyes like Anna Faris, um, then you, that will help quite, quite a lot. Um, it also has built-in audio. Um...
0: Why are you picking on the beautiful and funny Anna Faris?
1: <laughs> uh, it's okay. She got surgery. It's fixed now. Built-in, uh, it's got built-in audio. Do you think that's why she divorced Chris Pratt? Because she's prettier now? Probably. No, she, but well, he's she got also, a
0: fixed, and she's just like, oh, shit. Yeah,
1: he's also friggin' ripped as fuck, man. Like, tell me you wouldn't jump on that pole. Come on now. She's... Anyway,
0: yeah, but she probably saw Parks and Rec, and she's just like, as soon as we have our first kid, he's this is where he's going. He's going back to this.
1: <laughs> uh, well, going back to this, uh, the Quest is going to have uh, built in positional tracking. So it's going to have four um, sensors on the outside of the headset because this is fully wireless, Mike, for $399. This is going to be fully wireless, uh, completely wireless VR. There's still no wires or anything, and it's going to have four sensors in it that are basically going to um, scan your room every millisecond. So it's it sees what's around you and stuff. So it's going to be able to do some interesting things in the future with that, but also knows um, you know how, where your head is pointing up, down, left, right. You know the angle and all that, right? Uh, it's also okay. going to have fifty titles at launch. 50.
0: including vader immortal you're just are you serious with, like screw you dude read your
1: own fucking which, news do i read new your news
0: i just couldn't stand it because like we know vader's not immortal we saw we see him die in return you're
1: of the dick Jedi. fuck let me get there i'm still explaining the fucking hardware okay you're such an asshole fuck you why do you do this to me every time you know what from now on i get to read my news first and I'm going to mute your fucking end of the call, Friggin' asshole. So it's going to be running a Snapdragon 835, which is uh, the same processor that's in a few of the Microsoft Lens. It's going to have 1600 by 1440 uh, resolution per eye, which is you know pretty good. Uh, so now they officially have three tiers of equipment: the Go for 199, the Quest for 399, which are both wireless, and then the Rift. For five twenty nine, which is not wireless, and then it also needs all of those cameras around the room. You have to place cameras around you, so that one is uh, quite a bit more complicated than this. Yes, one of the games that they announced was Star Wars Vader Immortal. It's going to be coming out in a three-part series, and it takes place between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, and in fact will be canon it yes you heard me it will be canon this story is going to be canon in the star wars universe so that is pretty damn cool they uh, showed a brief uh teaser which is basically uh, a little bit of a video here and there and then it shows a person putting on the headset uh and a quick quick glimpse of a first person um lightsaber battle before cutting to the end of the trailer so that's going to be amazingly epic they are also going to be releasing a youtube vr app and an nba vr as well so you're going to be able to sit in the uh in the crowd basically at an nba game and look 360 degrees all around you in vr uh which is really cool i guess if you like the nba
0: (laughs) i thought I thought you'd be playing the game by, like, bouncing the controller well, up and one down would like ass- you're dribbling Well, one ball. would
1: assume that there will be... No, this is just like... It's like NBA TV, except it's in VR, pretty much.
0: <laughs> so you can just pretend the controller's in your hand or, like, the beer and popcorn.
1: Kind of, yes. Well, this is... A- that actually um, goes into one of the other things that I had written down. So one of the things that they talked about was they have a very, very... Um, beta, not even beta, I want to say alpha version of some software basically that augments your space that you're sitting in. So say you're sitting in your office, Mike, this uh, the Oculus Quest is going to use those four sensors and it's going to map out everything in your room it's going to map out your desk your computer your keyboard your lights it's going to map out your whole room and then you're going to be looking at a very rough concept of your room with your glasses on now you're going to be able to access your computer in this vr world and use your vr keyboard and then Hey, maybe I come and sit down next to you and boom, we start podcasting, but I can see you and you can see me and we're in your office. How cool is that?
0: So by pairing these things, I could see what you're seeing through your home? Yes.
1: And you would be able Hmm. to see uh, my environment, but you would also be in that environment.
0: But then I'd have to put on pants.
1: Uh, I don't think so, not necessarily, because I mean, I guess it would be your avatar, not you, right, I think maybe,
0: oh, I thought you said you had cameras around me. No, no,
1: it's using the four sensors, which are technically sort of cameras, but not really. it's more I wanna say they're more like i don't know infrared or not maybe not infra- I don't know they're 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 more like sent like a, a radar maybe or something, sonar or hmm. something like that. Uh, but it's going to be a very, very rough, at least in this model, the, the, what they showed was very, very rough. Like it was black and white and scribbly. It looked like scribble vision, pretty much.
0: Um, <laughs> if you want to re- you pretend you're in an episode of Dark yes, Cats. Yes,
1: exactly. Um, so, <laughs> but I mean, that, that's pretty cool. So they basically took, if you remember when we talked about that Plex... Um, The Plex VR, where if you have uh, a couple of the VR devices, including the Oculus Rift and Plex, you can go and sit down in your friend's little Plex room and you can both watch a movie together and chat together live while you're watching the movie. (laughs) So that kind of takes this to a whole new level.
0: So you can watch a movie together while having these things over your eyes and not being able to actually see each other.
1: Well, yeah, but you're seeing the the uh, avatar.
0: I, su- I suppose. So
1: I don't know. This is it's the way where it's Ready Player One, dude. It's totally we're going can, towards I Ready see Player it working
0: One. Working if I wanted, I could see it. If like I wanted to watch a movie with Sheldon, then you know that would be fine. But as for you and me, like we're in the same city, we can just like pop over.
1: Yeah, but do we?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you're all the way downtown. That's like a
1: bus right? Yeah, nobody nobody likes coming downtown so anyway um this is just really cool the oculus connect 5 event was super cool they announced a lot of really cool stuff um they were talking about a lot of really cool stuff that could happen in the future that they're planning on they showed off some cool software i'm super stoked for this i'm still hoping to get a vr headset sooner than later although it will probably be later than sooner because i'm also trying to save up for a macbook and a new smartwatch. So, so many gadgets to buy. <laughs>
0: Wait, what happened to the old one? The old one? You had a smartwatch before. I've had I many smartwatches. I remember smart you watches.
1: showing me shit. I've, I've had the Motorola Moto 360. I've had the Gear Fit, the Gear Fit 2. I had a Fitbit. I had the original Samsung Gear. I had a what Samsung to all Gear of them? 2 Neo. I have, currently, I have the Polar uh, M600. Uh, I had a Asus Zen watch for about four days. Uh, I had the, <laughs> the LG smart watch, the LG G watch for a little while. <laughs> I've had a lot of smart what watches.
0: Happened? Where did they go? I trade them what in. What happened to them? I
1: trade them in. for You know, I I buy them used, use them for a little while, and if it's not exactly what I wanted, then I sell it used and, you know, use that money to buy another one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I've I've now had this this polar I, one.
0: I buy a thing and I keep it until it breaks or I don't need it anymore. Oh more. no,
1: I'm not like that. I've I, but you know what though? I've had this polar watch now for. I want to say a year and a half maybe almost two years yeah a year and a half probably for sure and uh, this watch has done me really well mostly because it's waterproof up to like 50 meters or something insane like like it's a diving watch basically
0: (laughs) so you can text while swimming
1: uh i don't think so but the fact is is that i can swim with it and and it it can track my swimming and you know how many calories my heart rate gps like i took it kayaking while we were in the um uh, United Arab Emirates um, a couple weeks ago and it tracked the entire kayaking trip on Google Maps via GPS live while also tracking how fast I was going um, my average speed how many calories I was burning uh, blah 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 so it's it I love this watch but uh, you know I I need one that doesn't look like a big giant, Block on my. I need a nice one, one that looks fancy too, for when I want to go out and take my wife out to a nice dinner. You know.
0: <laughs> so you're gonna look like a techie douche.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm. I'm I've got my eyes set on the uh, the Armani watch. I'm hoping for the Armani watch. <laughs>
0: oh my fucking! Oh my! I love Armani. You're... What can I
1: say? I did get to stay at the Armani hotel. Did I tell you that? I stayed at the uh, Armani hotel, and the entire thing, Mike, was all completely. Um, Controlled via an iPad, the lights.
0: You're like a. The you're like a you're a bougie millennial. Oh,
1: it was great. But dude, even the 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 lights, the TV, the uh, both sets of blinds, the sheer and the uh, blackout blinds or curtains were both all controlled with the uh, tablet. The freaking even like you're ordering when you're ordering your food and everything like your breakfast, your booze. Everything is controlled via the iPad, so that was super cool. I must say I love Armani. It's, it's pretty amazing. So speaking of VR, <laughs> going on a little side trip here, speaking of VR, there's a uh, Calgary hospital that's actually helping its uh, patients using VR, um, although it's the you know cheap version of VR using Samsung's version. Uh, being the Samsung Gear VR, but I guess, hey, whatever works. So what they're basically doing is they're giving patients the VR headset when they need to be awake and fully conscious for certain operations or procedures um, that are going to hurt them so that that way it can help distract their mind and it can reduce the pain up to 75% depending on Uh, the person and also depending on how distracted they are by the VR environment that they're being put in Uh, I think this is really friggin' cool Uh, it means that people who are you know having to get maybe maybe they do that operation where they have to break your legs and stretch them and I know that that can be excruciating when they're stretching them they have to turn the the little pins and you know if you've got something to pay attention to that's not that Here bad. You are.
0: Pretend you're on a roller coaster.
1: Yeah, or you know, well, whatever. Maybe you're playing uh, you know, like Doom or something.
0: Ooh! You could be playing Grand Theft Auto and you're at the part where you pissed off the mob boss and now he's gonna break your legs. So instead of That's feeling like you're real. in an operating room, you can just pretend that you're like you've just been caught by the dawn. Yeah, that'd be way too and real. you need to be taught a lesson. <laughs>
1: But I mean, I've been saying that uh, using VR in a medical area is brilliant. I've been saying it for a long time. I still think that the idea of using uh, waterproof VR headsets for people who are wheelchair bound or are basically uh, fully paraplegic and putting them in a pool with a, a waterproof, fully waterproof headset um, is an amazing idea because it can give them freedom that they have never possibly have never experienced, and definitely will never for most of them, unfortunately, uh, be able to experience th- this type of freedom. And this, as well, being able to distract people from their pain while they're getting operations done. Uh, it's amazing. The fact that we're doing it in Canada is incredible. And Mike, I think you and I have to go down to the VR place, depth of down. The, uh, down like I said, it'd be down the block from you and up the block from me, around the block from us. We're going to go to the place around the block from us, Uh VR colony in Ottawa. Me and you, we're going to do that so that we can experience some VR together, buddy. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Calgary Hospital is helping people with VR. Hopefully this will be more of a worldwide thing because... V- I mean, VR's just got so many possibilities. It just keeps getting better. I mean, yeah, it's not real, but still, you know, it's it it's here. It's here now. You know what's not here now, Mike? Or what Hyperloops? won't be here? GeoCities. Do you remember GeoCities? I remember
0: so many of their sites were under construction with a green smiley face. <laughs> With it, with a big tongue sticking out and a big hand, like ah.
1: Well, GeoCities was a huge, huge portal uh, website, I guess, uh, or kind of group community, I guess.
0: <laughs> it was. It was one of the only three next to Angel Fire.
1: Well, I, I feel like Angel Fire stole what they did and just had a cooler name. But I, I could be wrong. I mean, like this came out like I was still a little bit young to remember a lot of this. But anyway, GeoCities. If you want to
0: know, if you want to know how far away it is, just remember people could access it with Netscape Navigator.
1: That's true. That is true. Um, so GeoCities is actually finally being put to rest. That's right. GeoCities Japan is the final GeoCities that is functioning in the world today. Um, and it is how is it still yeah exactly it's being shut down Uh, they announced on October 1st which is the day that we are recording this so you'll probably be hearing this I don't know with our recording release schedule probably November 1st Uh, (laughs) but they are going to be shutting it down hope you enjoyed your Halloween (laughs) yeah uh, they're going to be shutting it down in um, March 2019 which will be 22 years after the original launch of GeoCities, and uh, what is interesting, Mike, is Yahoo actually not only still owns GeoCities, but originally bought it in 1999 for four billion dollars. The Yikes. that was just about the peak of the .dot com era, and they bought it for two billion dollars, or sorry, four billion dollars. <laughs> so
0: just to starve it away and be forgotten
1: exactly but uh well i mean yahoo in general is uh kind of forgotten around the world except apparently in japan where they're still a uh, very powerful search engine so it's uh, a sad day. it's
0: big in japan <laughs> with the ocean so blue it's big no japan. no
1: s-t-a-r that's what you are because you're big in japan you're big in japan
0: uh, <laughs> Alphaville is a 1984 classic. Uh, I don't know what the hell this Gucci
1: Gucci 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 Gucci
0: so gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci
1: Gucci 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 Gucci
0: Gucci Gucci
1: Gucci 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 um, the announcement of the final GeoCities subdivision, I guess, being taken down. Uh, I never actually had a GeoCities page. I did have an Angel Fire page. I have no idea what it was about, but I do still currently have a MySpace page. So, huzzah! I just checked it the other day. I still have a few pictures up, and I've got like two friends. <laughs>
0: Is Tom still your friend? Or no, did,
1: Tom defriended he me. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, the fucking asshole. Although one of my um, one of my buddies from uh, high school who <laughs> is now a firefighter up in the uh, BC area, he's been fighting all those wildfires. He's he's still one of my friends and uh, good on him for his, yeah. his service and his help. And, you know, I hope that uh, he stays safe while he's fighting fires and helping people
0: tom's picture has just been replaced but instead of him giving a thumbs up it's now the middle finger
1: yeah really well i mean wouldn't it be justin timberlake because didn't justin timberlake buy myspace or like buy most of it or some shit like that i remember he bought part of it for a while he was going to be like he was trying to bring it back 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 yeah, when they were like all right people like- are gone but we still have all the music we can still be a place for people to come and find him and you know what i actually used for a very long time i still used myspace uh for finding music even after nobody went there anymore it was a great place to find indie bands you know or or uh, by indie, i mean like unsigned you know like i heard I, i heard the lmfao um i'm in miami bitch i heard that shit like six months to a year before it was on the radio because of myspace so it was
0: what about youtube
1: uh, well, that's what it essentially, you know, it, it is now. YouTube wasn't, YouTube was only what two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and MySpace kind of hit its peak in what two thousand four to two thousand six, give or take. Um, so I mean, that's a totally different thing. That's eventually where everybody ended up going, right? Like that's what you where you go to now to find indie bands and stuff like that, and SoundCloud, I guess. But um, yeah, well, I guess that's just about it for this episode where we cannot stay on topic and uh, we keep
0: that's why it's called techno babble rather than techno precision
1: that's true and it's it's certainly not techno bibble or techno what techno scribble technipples, technipples you know it's not mr techno babble it's not it's it's not <laughs> yeah, mis- that's or mrs techno fables Um, and, and, and it is certainly not the graveyard shift with Sheldon and Mike featuring amazing, funny skits, uh, produced, edited, and fully created by my friend, Mike here. Um, tell us more about the uh, graveyard shift, buddy, before we sign Uh, off here. We,
0: (laughs) once a week we review a horror movie suggested by our fans. Or on occasion by ourselves if we feel like our, our fans have been uh, putting us through a shitstorm and we just need to have a uh, a classic a classic delightful horror movie. But uh, you know a lot of our fans uh, they don't steer they don't steer us too uh, too wrong. I got to find out about the Train to Busan, which is a uh, South Korean horror movie about a father bringing his daughter to Busan on a train, and uh, there are zombies on the train and it was a very uh very lovely movie with a touching ending i liked it there's a there's a lot of shit too like a movie pieces where uh a uh, guy goes around a college just chopping up girls with a chainsaw and you and you wonder how can a guy get away with all these sneaky kills because he does it like in parks during the day again with a chainsaw so you know how the hell does nobody hear a chainsaw and screaming yeah really and then, like, when he gets a girl in an elevator, like, he snuck a chainsaw into an elevator. So, you know, th- there's some shitty movies out there, but it's all good fun, and we get to hear amazing skits or uh, introductions. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Me and Sheldon get to really work on our comedy, our banter, as well as me working on my production skills by getting sound effects, music... It's a uh, it's very entertaining, and if you don't like the podcast, come to the Facebook page and just check out our amazing horror memes. Being a uh, October, you know that we are just going to lose our fucking minds and just be posting shit up there all the time. You're gonna love it. It's don't fun. forget your Instagram. Yeah, uh, eh, I did. Ooh. So so you can come and uh, well, all of our pictures are already on the Facebook, and you know what? Facebook has a much easier Po- uh, picture posting thing on it than Instagram does, because I tried to post like a bunch of screenshots from a movie on it, and it kept fucking up the cropping. Oh, that's be- like things were out things were because you can only
1: have uh, you have to have Eight. one um, format, so you can't have yeah one ratio. Yeah, you pictures. can only have one. Like you're the first one that you choose. Everything else has to follow that same ratio. It's really freaking annoying. Yeah,
0: fuck that garbage. Because with Facebook, I just put up. 10 12 20 you can put up to 30 pictures in a row with different shape sizes resolutions and they're just like they're fucking pictures bro just just look at them there they are yeah exactly so insta- instagram can suck an insta dick hmm. and then there's also the playing with power podcast we talk about nintendo power magazine the first to last we read each issue front to back we talk about the games the articles the uh beautiful nostalgia current events when we're, if we feel like we're getting a little bored, and just gross, horrible, deplorable shit, it's a good, fun time. If you just think, I wish Rich wouldn't keep Mike in line so much, then that and The Graveyard Shift are shows that you would want to check out as well as the Taste Test, Retro Gaming with Flavor, with me, Ivan, and Brandon. we uh, That's where I first started doing skits. We talk about video games. We throw food jokes in there. It's all good fun. And this October, you can look forward to the Halloween Grab Bag, where we're going to be looking up some spooky NES sequels. Nice. That sounds fun. Like Gr- Gremlins 2, uh, Ghostbusters 2, and Castlevania 3.
1: Nice well i look forward to that
0: check us out enjoying some sweet treats
1: awesome well i guess that brings us to a close for another episode of techno babble and uh it is now safe to power off your device Am I supposed to stop?